Hey, Gary. Did you supposed to say hey? No. It's episode 24. That's why there was that awesome intro sound that you totally just heard. <laughs> Knock wood. <laughs> the sound guy did it. Welcome to the Your World Podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm Gary. And we're back. We're one episode before episode 25. That's how counting works. Two episodes ahead of episode 22. Yes. I had to think about it, but you're right. Yep. 13 episodes behind let's episode not, 37. Let's not, let's not do any more math. This yeah. is too much. It's no problem. Uh, so we're going to get going. We're going to get this show on the road. Yes. Which we're not actually taking on the road. Apologies to anybody who wants us to do a multi-city tour, but <laughs> it's not in the books right now. Yes, unfortunately not. Yep. It'd, uh, be, it'd be fun. It would be nice. But I, I don't really feel like playing to an audience of three. <laughs> I would love to see who would, who would show up and support us for that. Awesome. I mean, that would be super cool. Yeah. would be like, oh, man, my fan is here. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, we're going to be talking about the features. Yep. Uh, as we do, we're going to be talking about art. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go over the fairy tales that players sent into us last week. That's right. Um, that are popular with them. We'll also be talking about the houses that people have chosen uh, for the medieval theme. Uh, then we'll review some of the postcards you guys have sent in, answer some player questions, and then we'll have a question for you. Cool. All right, so let's get started on the feature portion. You got it. Yes. So we haven't pushed anything super fabulous right at this point. Uh, the last thing we pushed was the paint boards, which are still working well, and we're still having a lot of fun with those. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're working on a, a variety of things, you know, as as we usually do. There's a lot of back-end stuff that's happening right now, as, as usual. Um, one thing is that we push our login queue, um, which basically means that in times of, of heavy uh, server load and, and, and game being very popular... Uh, players will just be, you know, they'll just have to wait a second, maybe up to 30 seconds, and then they load, the game loads automatically. They don't have to keep refreshing and so on, which will be a much better experience. Unfortunately, the first two times we deployed it, uh, I had a problem, and it kept people out, which is definitely not the intent. No. Um, so now that it's is... It's supposed to help people get in, <laughs> yeah, in fact. and it was doing the opposite. So now we've fixed that up, and it's, it's working really well. So, yep. you know, no one should have problems getting in. They might just have a small delay, which is a much better experience for everyone. Yeah. Uh, we've actually and it takes been, a lot of load off our servers as well. Exactly. It's better for everyone. Uh, we've actually been spending a lot of time also uh, just going around and trying to log everything properly. So everything that happens anytime you, you earn coins or cash... Or you know you spend them, or, or there's fees, or, or whatever else ha- happens. We log that everywhere, and that allows us to actually find out you know where everything is coming from and going to, and making sure that we we're balancing properly uh, how much coins people are earning and, and so improve on. Improve the quality of our support as well. Exactly, it allows us to look up stuff a lot easier, and eventually means that we'll be able to provide logs to you, so you can actually review your own trades and stuff like that, which will be really really good. Yeah. You are the captain now. <laughs> uh, we've also been fixing a little bit of an exploit uh, which came up. Um, nothing too bad it was just people forcing uh actions on one another so you know we have this uh really small community of people who just love to try and like make the game uh you know uh, work a little bit differently than it actually does. So they're they're, yep. hard, they're hard at work 24 hours a day, it seems like. Um, and I actually want to touch on that. I think it's something I was thinking about the other day, but I think it's very interesting that when we first took this game over, the breadth of the exploitation that was happening was was very vast. Um, yeah. you know, there was so much cheating and, and, and hacking, You know, generating coins that they shouldn't be, bringing items into existence they shouldn't have, yep. uh, kicking people off the, the game, which was an, an incredible bug. Um, you know, uh, stalking people, doing all these different things that yeah. shouldn't have been able to happen. And now the best thing that these people can do is make someone shake hands with them. Yep. That's literally the, all they got. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's just, <laughs> shake my hand. Fine. <laughs> like that's, that's all they have now. Uh, <laughs> Behold <it's>, my power. <laughs> and you know, and, and, and that's fixed now too. So I yep. don't know, I don't know what they're going to come up with next, but 
you know, just to, to look at how their role in, in the in the game has been diminished over time mm-hmm. uh, is, is is frankly pretty incredible to me. Uh, and our, our team has done such a good job at, at taking care of this stuff. There's also been a, a dedicated uh, core of people who have been reporting things to us and passing us long information about this stuff to ensure that it gets fixed in a timely manner. And we thank all of those people as well. It's interesting that uh, that they'll dedicate the amount of time that they will. Mm-hmm. Um, because the exploits are not easy to find. No, if, I mean, if they exist, yeah, right. And it's like, okay, so I spent like three months working on cracking in a way to make someone shake my hand. Like, <laughs> you know, or like you could just make actual friends and have them shake your hand. Yeah, or like go outside, you know, have go on a walk, you know, yeah. make some friends. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you could shake the hands of real people. <laughs> I'm gonna go shake. Five people's hands after this podcast. Yes. You Make the world it. a better place. You should do it. Um, as far as other stuff we're working on, uh, the secret feature we're talking about, uh, again, it's, it's going to be a way for you can kind of you can make coins or mm-hmm. you could lose coins. Depends on how smart you are. Yeah. So that's coming along. Uh, I think that's super close to being final. It just requires a, a last art polish, and then we'll put that out there and see how people like it. Yep. Um, and we're we spent a little bit of time working again on the new user interface, which is going to have new ways to chat and new ways to interact with people and stuff like that, which I think will be really good. Yep. Um, and Looking couple, forward to it. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be a really welcome change. Um, it's one of those ones where you're changing like such a fundamental part of the game that it's going to require a lot of testing and iteration so they won't see it anytime soon yeah. but when they do see it it should be a very welcome it should definitely improve the quality of your interactions with other people yes um yeah i'm not going to get into details because nothing is final right now but yeah. there are aspects of it that i'm extremely excited about yes absolutely um we've also fixed a bunch of bugs and stuff like that recently like a lot of bugs that came yeah. up um which is which has been really good little ones yeah that's just, the big just, thing just little ones right and there's not been any real problems i mean the one thing that i think we should talk, talk about as well is the, the flash stuff that happened just the other day so yes it happened all at once that our login queue had a problem which we fixed very quickly and it was not a big deal yeah but then also adobe had a, a zero day uh, bug so basically what that means is that you know it's an unpublished bug that people were taking advantage of which if if they if an attacker or you know if a hacker or whatever had used this uh, maliciously um, and it would not affect your world because we would obviously take advantage of this but if you yeah. went to a, a website that was malicious in nature they could download something to your computer and run something yes. uh, that would be bad for you um, so that came out and then as a result you know Firefox blocked all flash by default Chrome blocked all flash by default I think I think they got a fix in like a couple hours which you know was pretty pretty good turnaround yeah. for them the, the actual one of the major issues and one of the reasons that the blockage went out was that there were actually multiple zero day exploits that came out right that's right uh, where uh, you know it was some hacking group had been using them for a couple of weeks, and then they basically published them and released them in a toolkit. Yeah, uh, and that's why they blocked them because the toolkit made it very, very easy. Yeah. to like take a snippet of code and execute our arbitrary code on someone's computer. Yeah, if you ran it maliciously on a website, which is a really important distinction that I think that you made. Yes, you know, it's like yes, this is a thing that can happen, but only if you go to a website. That has the custom flash designed for this. Yes, yeah. Um, if you're if you're loading your world or a majority of you know Facebook content, you would not run into any problems whatsoever. But if someone got you to go to a, a malicious website, this is where this could take place. Yeah. Um, so that happened, of course, and then also the Facebook's new security chief uh, made some some lofty tweets 
It was basically like, uh, we're kind of tired of Flash having these issues sometimes. Yeah. So I, we won't really want Adobe, who makes Flash, to to announce when they're going to make this product no longer available. Yeah. Right? Um, so that sends people into a little bit of a panic. But the really important thing to realize is that if you look at, for example, the top games on Facebook, like the top 100, probably 97 of them are Flash. Are flash. Yeah. So you know, Facebook is not getting rid of Flash anytime soon, and nor, nor is the internet market. Um, I, sh- should, should we get to a point in time where Flash is no longer viable, we'll have other options at that time. I think that you said it like very, very well, actually, uh, when we were talking about it before, when you said, you know, the head of security at Facebook said this, but I don't think that he talked to the head of product before he said it. No. Right? Because the head of product is going to be like... Flash pays the bills here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Because um, as we've mentioned before, and this is a great opportunity to remind people to use PayPal uh, as a support mechanism, mm-hmm. um, whenever you purchase something through Facebook, Facebook takes a cut of every purchase. Yes. Uh, they take a 30% cut, mm-hmm. uh, which is not insignificant, obviously. It's certainly not. Uh, so please use PayPal. <laughs> it's your best friend for buying. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they're not going to just abolish flash uh, nor really could they no um <clears throat> simply because there's been a few vulnerabilities and you know flash it's taken a beating this week it's had sure. a tough week yeah. um but it's, it's going to be around for for quite some time yeah um i'll also use this as a, as a reminder actually speaking of you know the ability for flash to possibly execute harmful code um if you say are sent a link to a website that is like this website will allow you to hack your world and yeah. generate coins or cash in the game. I'm promising you, one, it doesn't do that. And two, you are your account's not even being hacked at that point. Yeah. You're literally just handing over. It's like handing over the keys to your house yeah. and then being upset that people took things out of your house. Yeah, I, and I think our player question later on touches on this. We'll go into Yeah, and detail. we'll go into it in more detail but then. I can, I can definitively say that I have not seen any case of someone who has YoPass installed who has been hacked. Yeah. Uh, and I think hacked is such a disingenuous term. It's, it's it had, really is. It's had their account compromised by giving away either directly or indirectly their details. Yes. Um, and, you know, we don't need to get into the nomenclature argument, but you're absolutely right. The word hack, like, it is bandied about all the time yeah. uh, as just sort of a blanket term for any kind of compromising of security. Yeah. It's like, there's like, if you're hacked, there's nothing you could do about it. But yeah. in every single case where someone is hacked, yeah. you know, like, the fish is the actual proper term for yeah. when people steal your information and break into your account. Yeah. Um, of all what the security issues that we've seen, especially since we took over the game, yeah, a hundred percent of them have I, been phishing. I think that's fair to say. I really do. Yeah. Like, I've never seen. I've never seen anything close to people actually being able to to get into our systems. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, I will also say, when we catch uh, the instances of phishing, yeah. Um, we bring the hammer down really hard. Yeah, we, we ban uh, everyone involved. Right? And, and I do apologize. I'll actually apologize sort of to people because sure. we've had complaints about it before where it's, you know, uh, somebody runs a website that's got a scam and then they steal a bunch of people's information and they log in all those accounts. Yeah. Right? Um, through, a, you know, a series of tools and, you know, IP tracking, that kind of thing. Yep. Uh, we will ban every account that has logged in within a certain period. Yeah, uh, associated with that IP uh, and that sort of behavior pattern. Yep. Um, people get upset, but just realize we're actually doing it for your protection. Sure. If we you're, if you're, just if, shut down your account, then you email us. And we'll we prove your identity. Account. You're safe. We're safe. Yep. It's you, better for if you, everybody. If your account is locked down, no one can access it. Right. Yep. 
Um, you know, it's I, like the inconvenience of a credit card, yeah, right? Sure. Where if you go out of country and all of a sudden you buy something for $2,000 out of country, your yep. credit card company, have you not informed them, will shut your credit card down. Yep. It's a huge hassle and inconvenience. But then when somebody steals your credit card and goes to another country and tries to buy something and it gets shut down, you're very happy to have that protection there, yeah, right? No, absolutely. So, yeah, and exactly. And our support team, you know, at this point, uh, we're actually, I think, pretty much caught up as far as tickets are concerned. We are. So, you know, the response time, especially to things like account bans or, you know, you'll pass lockouts or whatever. is should very, be rapid, very, yeah. It's very, very good. Um, so, yeah, there should, really shouldn't be too much inconvenience on that. Yep. All of the new tickets are gone. Yep. Uh, the only thing that exists at this point is open tickets, which are ongoing discussions mm-hmm. of people's issues being resolved. Right. Um, oh, you know what? There's one other thing I forgot to mention absolutely. on the development side. We are making a large push to prevent the game from being down for any oh, yes. time. So what we, we got together and we talked about it. And really, the, 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 big, the bigger problem is unscheduled downtime. So, you know, the game goes down because, you know, free gifts come out, uh, you know, crackers come out. The game is just t- too heavily yep. loaded. The game goes down, right? So one way we fix, we fix that is by putting out the login queue. So what happens is, you know, the game only processes as many players as it can handle at once. And then everything's nice and smooth. Yep. Um, and then another thing is whenever we push a new feature or something that requires a database change or something of this nature... Um, the game has to go down and then the maintenance message comes up and then you go to the forums and you play your fun little games, you know, with the the banner guy. Um, And then about 10 to 20 minutes later, depending if it all went well or not, uh, you know, you log back in and you're, you're back, you're good to go. So yeah, basically once, uh, once the maintenance message, you know, comes up, you wait for your 20 minutes or or so, hopefully shorter, sometimes longer, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, Things happen, unfortunately. Things things happen and then the game will come back up. So one thing we've been making huge strides towards is, is we can make the changes um, and then restart the game, but then you're back in instantly. So it's yep. just a case of refresh the game and you're back in. The game was never actually down for any mm-hmm. amount of time, and that would be that will now be the case for like 90% of our pushes, Yes, which is really good. And then later, what we're going to do is actually make it so that if you're currently logged into the game, we kind of shift you over to one of the other servers, yep. update the server that no one is on, and then shift and then you shift, back. Shift and then you we, back. We just—it's almost like a shell game, right? Yeah, it's a crazy shell game that means that you shouldn't need to be disconnected. Yep. Uh, to to experience new changes, the only, series of updates. Yeah, the only case in which you will need to reload the game uh, at any point is if we change the the client, the the stuff that actually loads on your computer, the like any of the buttons on your screen or anything like that, how the chat works, stuff like that. Yeah. So in that case, it will require a refresh, but. What it ultimately means is that we're dead, we're, we're devoted to making sure that you're in the game as for as long as possible, mm-hmm. and if you're out of it, you're out of it for a very short amount of time. Unfortunately, it will mean that you'll see the mysterious banner guy less. Yes, he may he may have to go somewhere. Yes, so he may or may not be more than one person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't know. He may or may not be a she. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It could all you know. Yeah, think, banner person. I think I think it may be Jess. I don't know. It is. Are you, are you sure? It's actually Bruce. Bruce? Bruce Banner. Oh, man. Jeez. I'm not even happy with myself. No, you should be ashamed. Yep. Um, um, no. So let's no, move on. I think, actually, no, I don't think anyone has guessed at who the Banner guy is recently. So. Um, the, every, like successfully guessed, I mean. Here, here's what I'll tell you. Anything that happens to the game, everybody assumes that you did it. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite things. Like, my, people that, are like, oh, man, this new feature has gone out. Gary did a great job on this. It's like, there's yeah. like an entire team of people who worked on it. They're like, yeah. Gary did it. Yeah. Or it's like, this thing sucks. Gary, you're an idiot. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, and that's, yeah, it is, it is definitely a double edged sword. Double edged sword. Um, so let's move on to art real quick. Let's do it. Uh, I don't have all that much to talk about, but I am going to steam through it. Mm. <laughs> 
Um, So the medieval theme is wrapping up. Yep. Um, Thanks to everyone for your feedback. I will let you know, uh, you should have already seen it now, there is still plenty of furniture coming for it. We've got another four or five days of furniture coming for it. Sweet. Uh, So people were a little concerned that there wasn't enough furniture. We have made a point that every single room in the castle is going to be full of stuff by the time we're done. Yeah. And we'll certainly, next time around, we're we're always trying to improve uh, how players react to things. And so, you know, maybe we'll try and front load a little bit more furniture ahead of time. Yep. Just because, you know, like we haven't forgotten about it, we promise. Yeah. So the art team's heard your concerns. Uh, I have definitely fed it back to the team. Uh, We'll be having a discussion about how we can continue to improve. So you can look forward to that going forward. Yeah. Uh, the next theme that we're going to be working on that we've actually started work on already is uh, going to be a steampunk theme. Uh, the steampunk stuff that we did last year was well-received, and there was very little of it. Yes. Um, so we are going to be drastically, drastically increasing the amount of steampunk stuff that we've done. That sounds um, awesome. Which, when you did 30 items last year, it's not all that hard. Yeah. Um, and then we'll be moving on to... Um, a little bit of a surprise that I don't want to talk about yet because I still want to get it planned out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, and you can expect uh, an exit poll for the medieval theme once the furniture has gone out. Yes. We're, we want to we want to time it so that you haven't forgotten about it, but at least you've had time to see what it all has to offer. Exactly. And then we'll take all your feedback and use that to continually improve. Yeah, there's a couple, there's going to be a couple of polls coming up in the next couple of weeks yep. um, just because we constantly evaluate player feedback. Yep. Um, so please, when they come up, answer them. Yep. Uh, your information and feedback is invaluable. And, and always rate me a little bit more handsome than Jacob. Yeah. Because that makes me happy. Yeah. Cool. So untrue. Uh, moving on to fairy tales. Yeah. <laughs> like the fairy tale good looks of Gary. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what that, I just said it. It didn't even mean anything. It's true. I'm chiseled. Um, so I'll just whip through these real quick. Go for it. Because uh, we do still have to get the player questions. Uh, Savage Love. Um, says, uh, my favorite childhood fairy tale was Snow White and Rose Red. Um, Mysterious Skin liked uh, the various spins and retellings of Hansel and Gretel. Um, let's see. Nipsey XXWTO. Uh, little old woman who lived in a shoe. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah. Um. Oh, I lived this fairy tale as a child. My parents had seven children of their own and adopted four. Wow. That's a lot that's of a, kids. That's a busy Christmas time. Yeah. Um, that's really impressive, though. Good for your parents. Yeah, no, Adopting that's, four children, that's wonderful. That's a fantastic initiative. Yeah. Um, Captain AmaMDYFD says, my favorite fairy tale as a child was Rapunzel. Uh, and Caitlin Neon Shark says, my favorite fairy tale is the Emperor's New Clothes. I do love the Emperor's New Clothes. We should do an Emperor's New Clothes release. Yeah. I just, <laughs> you know what? I spoke, I think I spoke to Shane about that the other day. I was like, we should just release an item that is invisible. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, I charge, Shane and I have talked about it too. Charge like a million coins or something ridiculous. And yeah. then just like have people walking around in their boxer shorts. I think it'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and finally from Lainey, my favorite fa- fairy tale is the Ugly Duckling. That is a nice one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm still waiting for my uh, my blooming phase. We'll see. We'll see when that pops along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, when did I bloom? I bloomed at 16. Wow. And then wilted at 17. <laughs> <laughs> there was a sweet spot. Yeah, you, there was a sweet spot. And that year was a great year. I I'd, I'd, I'd say that my bloom period was actually honestly probably between 18 and 21, and then we fell off real fast, mm, real hard. Yeah. Cheeseburgers, uh, man. I feel Cheeseburgers. Like I, I feel like I'm still not in my prime. So <sighs> we'll see. Maybe you're past your prime already. That's a horrible thing to say to a man. Yeah, it's true. I'm thinking about <laughs> buying a motorcycle. 
You're hitting in that midlife crisis hard. Good job. Uh, so here's something really interesting. Uh, we asked people to also call out the houses that they support last week. Yep. Um, and we have a very close split. Wow. That's um, interesting. Of the responses that we got. Mm-hmm. Um, it is almost 25% exactly for each house. It's like wow. 27, 28% for two of the houses. Uh, so um, Aves and Felidae. Um, were tied mm-hmm. uh, at like 26 or 27 percent. Uh, and then Tuthida and Dracus were also tied at like 23, 24 percent. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's a real even split. Yeah. I, would, is, I, would, I honestly wouldn't have expected I kind that. of expected a lot of people to go Dracus just because dragons are red. Yeah. Um, but I think people really bought into like the house descriptions yeah. of like, th- this is this type of person. This is this type of person. This is this yeah. type of person. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's all, it's all kind of vaguely Harry Potter, right? Sorting hat. Type it stuff. is. It is. Yeah. We may or may not have borrowed heavily from the Potter verse. <laughs> she borrowed heavily from everyone else. It's fine. Well, I mean, she didn't invent dragons. No, I invented them. I, I want all the money for dragons. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Can you imagine if you got a royalty feet. every time dragons? Oh, that'd be fantastic. That all sounds right. like a really good name for a band. <laughs> every time dragons. Every time dragons. Like a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump right into player questions. How about that? Yeah, or do you want to do postcards first? You know what? Let's do postcards first. Sure. Uh, not that many this week. Uh, not that few either, but we'll split them up. I'll give you the Scotland one because it seems appropriate. All right. Four and four. I'll start off with Pittsburgh. So this is uh, this is from Vinny. He says, hi, BBG. Gary and Jacob, I love your world. What a blast. All right. So my postcard is from Scotland, uh, and it has a Highland Coo on the front, which is yeah. a Highland cow for those not in the know. Yeah. Uh, I was literally like, what are you talking about? <laughs> they're the cows that are very hairy. <laughs> they're overthrowing and, a government. And have the... Uh, have the bangs, you know, and, and they look very... They're like one of my favorite cows on the planet. They're like the teenage cow, basically. The emo cow, yeah. Yeah, the emo cow. Um, and so it says, hi there. I thought I'd send some greetings from Scotland. By the way, that's obviously a big Viking coup. Winky face. From Lainey. Thank you very much, Lainey. This is an awesome card. Uh, this one is from California Cooney. Uh, and it's from Whiskeytown Lake in California. Whiskeytown Lake sounds delightfully drunken. Yeah, it does. It sounds like <laughs> this could be Scotland. <laughs> Scotchtown Lake. Uh, so it says, thanks for saving yo from California Cooney. I love California, man. Yeah. So much. You should go check it out. I've been there. Go again. I am going to probably in March. Excellent. So so this one is from Hootsport, Washington. Uh, another great view of this area. And it says, hi, thought I'd send another view of Hootsport and Hood Canal and Puget Sound from Just Shirley. Thank you very much. I just had an idea that I need to write down. So if you can bear with me one moment. I will bear with you. That's a skill I have acquired. It's just for the Coonies. Oh, I see. Uh, I'm going to do a handheld steampunk Cooney blush. Nice. Because they'll go nuts for that. Uh, So... This is from uh, Robin Cooney. Hey, Vikings. Robin Cooney here sending you love from Minnesota. Keep up the good work. Uh, Sure would love a few raccoon items in the game. Hmm. I promise that we're making one because I literally saw your postcard and put one on the list. (laughs) So I can actually, that is a promise I can keep that it will be made. There you go. 
Uh, so this postcard is from Blue Mounds, Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, I'm so bad at states. Um, and there's this really awesome foresty type area with this crazy like fire tower, I think. Yep. Um, the postcard says Blue Mound, but then someone else has written, written an S and then WI on the end. And we did some research. Our crack team of researcher yeah. looked into this. And it is called Blue Mound. So the postcard people are wrong. Yep. And the person who sent it in knows their state better than the people who made a postcard about it. Yes. Um, and it says the pictures are of the Blue Mound State Park, and they've underlined the S, so they're very insistent that it's Blue Mounds instead of Blue Mound. Um, and it says, hello from Blue Mounds, Wisconsin, the state known for our cheese. Wisconsin makes the best cheese curds anywhere, and if you buy them and eat them the day they are made, your mouth makes a very funny squeaky sound. Yep, I've had that. Yep. Uh, while chewing the cheese curds. Funny it's almost and, like chewing a balloon. Yeah, it kind of is, but a tasty balloon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny and entertainment as well as yummy. Can't wait to – sorry, you can't eat them in a quiet place because everything – uh, can everyone can hear you squeak? Um, from Sue too. Uh, that's awesome. And you know what? There's actually a really awesome website. And I don't know if you know. Uh, I don't know if people will know Patrick Warburton. He's the, the guy that does all the voices. You know, he's like the really deep guy. He was in Seinfeld. He okay. did Emperor's New Groove. You know, he was the Tick. Okay. You know, he has yep. a really deep voice. And yep. and there's a website where he just narrates descriptions of cheeseburgers featuring Wisconsin. You cheese. showed me that one. Yes. And it is the best website on the internet. It makes me so hungry every time I see it. I know. It. It's so good. Okay, we're going to put that in the thread because it is the best website I've ever seen. So this last one is from uh, XF Lisa, uh, and it is from Traverse City, Michigan. Uh, it says, happy summer from Traverse City, Michigan. Uh, thanks for all you do, and I love the stuff you've been releasing lately. The Lumberjack loved his new computer. Oh, okay. He especially loved logging in. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> You got uh, me, Lisa. You got my number. Well oh, done. Man. Okay. Very good. All right. So my last postcard is there's a nice country road with a big old bridge on it. Um, and it says, Norris Ford Bridge. It was built in 1916 by E.L. Kennedy and Sons across the Big Flat Rock River in Jackson Township. This is now the only Kennedy Bridge built in the 20th century still standing. Uh, and so the postcard says, my favorite possessions are the horsies. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't have a from. So... Yeah, if you sent us a bridge card, um, unless, you, unless horsies are the person that it's from, could be. So I don't know, I'm confused, but you know what? Yeah. This is a beautiful postcard, and we thank you for it. Yes, if you would like your five yo cash for sending it in, let us know. Yes, please do. <laughs> yeah, just reach out to our customer support team; we'll get you taken care of. Yep, helps uh, out. And actually, you know what? I'm still laughing over what Lisa said, so I'm going to make her the card of the week this week. That's awesome. We already have a jingle from that. <sighs> I can't believe we're giving away so much Yokash for puns. It's terrible. <laughs> well, we're, not, we're, we're not giving away Yokash for this one. Oh, what are we giving out? Yeah, no, card of the week. Oh, fair enough. Card of the week. Yeah. Awesome. You get two entries. Nice. Into the thing, which I haven't talked about yet, but mm. I'm going to talk about now. Okay. Uh, so I'm actually going to sweeten the pot a little bit because this uh, postcard thing has quickly become one of my favorite things yeah. about. It's been great. Uh, about every day because every day. Someone brings me more postcards from the players, and it's like it's a little treat every day. Yeah, uh, and the board is growing. Um, we posted a picture of it last week. We'll post another picture of it this week, and you guys can sort of watch it grow along with us. Yep, uh, and maybe you know a year from now we'll put it into an animated GIF or something so you can sure. see the progression over time. Yeah, uh, which would be really cool. Uh, but we're going to be giving away a T-shirt signed by the Your World team to anyone who sends us a postcard. Um, the date for that is to be determined as of right now, but I will say anyone who has already sent us a postcard, you're already entered. So, so the important part of that is it is a raffle. So there will only be one t-shirt, yep. uh, one lucky postcard entry, uh, will receive that t-shirt. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, do send in, do send in your postcards. Yes. So there you go. Pretty sweet deal. Yep. 
If you send multiple postcards, though, we'll give you multiple entries. Wow. Because uh, I'll probably take all the postcards down yep. and then just like put them in a box, shake up the box, and pick one out at random. Oh, that works. Because uh, that's probably the easiest way to do it, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm really super amused right now by the idea that players would orchestrate, uh, like get together and send postcards from strategic locations so that the pushpins on their map is just like a big smiley face or something. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, we have, it's interesting to see like the clusters of people. We actually like, we have a big city, a big cluster in San Juan. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, and we also have a big cluster in uh, New York mm-hmm. uh, and another one in California. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, population density—that's not too surprising, but yeah. it's very cool to see that in action. Uh, yes, that has a lot to do with it, yeah. but it's still kind of neat to see. But still, Europe represent. I don't think we have a whole lot from Europe right now. No, we don't. Dis- disappointed in the home team. We do have one from Australia. Yeah, Australia, um, you could send one, but Europe couldn't. Come on, guys. It's interesting. We actually have a lot of people who sort of straddle the border too. Oh, interesting. Um, like sort of right below us. Yep. All right, so let's jump right into player questions. I'm oh. going to steal the first one because I'm a maniac. This one is from Mysterious Skin. And I'm so upset right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. I'm still it still from you. Um, Mysterious Skin says, is Euro.com the big secret? Definitely not. Euro.com, it, again, it's such a large project that's ongoing uh, that we wouldn't really want to keep it a secret. Uh, we know that people are really excited for it, and we don't want to launch it until it's ready. Yep. Um, you know, So that's something that's ongoing. But the, the the big secret we talked about is it's a new feature where you can either earn or lose coins, yep. uh, depending on how you do it. Uh, so it'll be pretty interesting. It will arrive relatively soon. Fair, fairly shortly, yeah. Um, so a question from Nipsey XXWTO. Uh, when you go home after a long day of work, what do you do to wind down? Uh, you know, I, I put some thought into this question, actually. Yep. I'm like, wow, I really need to wind down more. <laughs> I just wind up the whole time. Uh, well, like I, I generally, like I go home, I pick up the kids, I get dinner, like it's bath time, they go to bed, yeah. and then it's like 8.30 or 9 o'clock. Um, and then usually I do some work for like an hour. Yep. Um, like an hour, hour and a half, um, though more so last week. Uh, and then after, I, I don't know, like I watch TV and go to bed. Um, Sounds pretty good. Yeah, when I when I go home, I mean, sometimes I'll go to the gym because that's something I'm trying to do now. Which yep, is which is great. Good for uh, you. Thanks. I'll go home, eat some dinner. You know, um, if I'm not at the gym, I'll do maybe some cycling at home or something like that. And then yep. uh, I like to play some video games. We just got uh, a new game in that everyone's playing in the office called Rocket League, which yep. is this crazy soccer rocket car game, which is really really fun to play with people. So we're, yep. we're doing a little bit of that. Um, I like to watch movies. So I like to to read up on things. I couldn't sleep the other night, so I read like for three hours about nuclear war which is an interesting read terrifying interesting read um sometimes i'll try to sleep and i can't and i'll wake up and then like write some stuff for work like i'll come up with some ideas and stuff like that so yeah yeah it just it just kind of depends but yeah i I like to play video games i like to watch movies oh also like to be totally honest it depends on whether or not my wife is home Mm. Uh, because like if my wife's home then i hang out with her uh and if she has to work then i put the kids to bed and i play video games nothing wrong with that yeah um next question is from Sherry, and that question is, uh, my question this week is for Viking Jacob. In November, I'll be seeing Taylor Swift in concert, and if I'm able to meet her, is there anything you'd like me to tell her for you? Just that I love her, honestly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and tell her that I am willing to enter a relationship with her if it will result in her writing a song about me. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is, that's pretty solid. Which, I mean... Odds are pretty good. Yeah. I it mean, would be tumultuous. Like, my wife would be upset. Yes. Like, she'd, she'd get it yeah. for, like, three minutes. Yeah. She'd be like, hey, I get it. Let's Taylor Swift. And she'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> we have a family. We have a fa- these children. And I'd yeah. be like, I'm going to get that Tay-Tay money. <laughs> uh, so, Trixie TL90 says, uh, my postcard is on the way. 
uh, with a bonus extremely rare block of Vegemite chocolate. That sounds terrifying. That is uh, obviously coming from Australia. Yeah, we're going to make Jacob eat that. Uh, so Cadbury released a few different variations of Franken chocolates. Um, so I challenge Jacob to try one in the podcast when it arrives. Um, if he's not game, is there another Viking who is? So here's, here's what I'll tell you. I'm game. Um, I, I am a person who will literally eat anything once um, just to find out whether or not I like it. Mm. Um, I have eaten plenty of things that absolutely horrify me. <laughs> um, and I've also eaten things that are really like, like fish heads yeah. are way tastier than you would think. Uh, and they gross people out like crazy yeah. because they are fish heads, but they're super tasty. There's a reason people cook them and eat them. Um, so yeah, the, the only thing is I would definitely discourage people from sending us food. Uh, cause that is, that is an area that is. It's fraught with peril. Yeah, the problem with that is, you know, depending on the refri- depending on what you're sending, the refrigeration techniques, how long something sits at the mailbox, you know, yep. there's also a variety of rules about what can cross over the border in terms yep. of food stuff and so on. So, uh, and I, in terms and of I, like this cool bar of chocolate, that's totally fine. But, yeah, I trust our players, but yeah. tampering is always a concern. Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah, right. I don't right. want to watch Jacob die on podcast. If I say something that offends somebody, and then they they're like, "Here, I sent you a glass of milk," I'll be like, okay, first of all, <laughs> don't mail a glass of milk. It's like the least sensible thing." the mail it's like a piece of cling rack on top <laughs> yeah. um but yeah it's always sort of a concern uh somebody did send us honey not that long ago yeah um and john our content manager decided to be the canary in the coal mine yeah uh and he tried it yeah and he is still alive yes so thank you for the honey and delighted by honey um and it's really really nice honey it's yeah. a creamed honey it's really uh, good. okay nice yeah, I don't remember who said it or who sent it to us. Yeah. So I apologize for, you know, not remembering off the top of my head who sent it. Yeah. But I will say thank you to the person who sent it. Yes, thank you very much. Um, so from Captain Amma, MDYFD, um, she has only one wish left for the game, and that's uh, there being a way to remove Facebook buddies from the buddy list. Mm-hmm. Um, so we explained in a previous podcast why that wasn't currently possible with the current technology, just because your friends list gets automatically loaded in every time you load the app, and it automatically populates these people. However, we are looking at redoing the buddy list as part of our overall uh, UI updates, yep. uh, and we have a potential solution for this. I don't want to promise anything, but we, we understand the request. We understand the, the nature of it and, and why it would be important for you, so we will give that due consideration that is that is the guarantee i can give you so a question here from linda um this is actually in response to something we said last week as well Mm -hmm. uh what i meant by negative answers is when a player asks if bgg can do something extraordinary to the game uh would love to hear yes all the time uh certainly didn't mean you guys are negative you're so positive uh that's really nice of you to say Mm um you know and i I will unfortunately have to temper that a little bit (laughs) and, and say for obvious reasons we can't say yes to everything yeah uh, there are certain ideas that people share with us that just don't necessarily make sense for the context of the game. Yeah. Uh, and there are some things that are very, very highly technically complex. Uh, and one of the things about production on a video game, uh, or on most things, to be totally honest, is making decisions about what's going to deliver the most value in the shortest period of time. Yep. Right? So if we've got something where we're like, you know, this is a great idea, and I like it, but it would take a month and a half, we have to consider what that month and a half a half is to the detriment yeah. too, right? What, what else could we have done in that time, right? Yeah. Um, and there's a second question from Linda, and she talks about, uh, you know, when we take an item out of in-use inventory, we don't know where it's coming from and, and if it's coming out of a decorated house or not, and is there any way we can have a little bit more control over that? Mm-hmm. So the reason that we did it the way we did it for now 
is because the way that the game stores this information, it stores it all in like one crazy block. And yeah. it's not easily decipherable. It's not like, you know, houses are over here and items are over here. It's it's the house and then all the items are going to intertwine within it. And so the yeah. way we're able, actually able to search through these houses and find these items for you without taking the game down is by doing it where you can't actually see where the item is and yeah. which one it's pulling from. So it's more meant as a stopgap in terms of like, I really can't find this item. I don't know where it is and I need yeah. it back. That's really what moved to inventory is intended for. It's not really intended for like reorganization for the most part. Yeah. However, we do recognize that being able to see the contents of your homes and search through that would be a valuable update. And when we make changes to the game to allow for that, uh, we'll certainly investigate that. Yeah, and sort of on that note and ties into what I was saying before, one of the things, like one of the other challenges with, you know, saying yes and no to things uh, is that we are working on a live game. Mm-hmm. Right. So like you said, you know, the decision that was made for moving something from inventory uh, or moving something from in a house back to the inventory, we probably could have done it the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other way would have, you know, it would have taken two or three weeks longer because yeah. it's more complex. And it also would have required significant downtime for the game. Yeah. Right. And that carries a cost with it, like a sure. very heavy cost of, sure. oh, yeah, we have to take the game down. You know, anything that requires us to restructure data at all is a significant outage. And then also when we do things that include like going through all of someone's houses and all the items in their houses, uh, you can get into a really awkward spot where if someone has a lot of houses and a lot of items and then they, and like two or three or, you know, 20 or 30 of these people all try and do it all at the same time, the game goes down. Yeah. Right. And we can't enter a situation where someone who has a superhuman inventory uh, can can take the game down. So we have yeah. to mitigate against that risk as well. Yeah, it's interesting because we cannot build solutions for the average. Yes. Right? We actually have to build solutions that will work for the outliers too. Sure, that's right? it. Like there could be five people in the game that happen to have a thousand houses. Yeah. Right? But the solution has to encompass them as well. Exactly. Uh, so Dango uh, says, uh, my question to you guys is... Uh, can there and will there be a way in the future where we can identify scammers by the number of blocks and reports that they get? Uh, unfortunately, I, I understand kind of what you're getting at. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not something that we can really do um, because, one, reports and blocks are something that can be player controlled. Yes. Um, and, you know, you can generate as many reports as you want for people. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we're aware of. And it's something that it's behavior that we've seen in the past where sure. somebody just doesn't like somebody. So they report them all the time. Over and, and over again. Please don't do that because yeah. it takes away from our ability to manage things. Uh, and the other part of it is, you know, safe and secure is our primary yo value. Mm-hmm. Of all of our yo values, it's the one that we take the most seriously. Uh, and sharing information on blocks and reports is something that we're never going to do. No. Uh, because it, it would violate the safety and security of that player. Yeah, you, you'd end up with, uh, you know, report and block gangs going around. like Which was a problem in the past. Yeah, negatively impacting people's scores, so they're seen a certain way. You know, same same problem that they had with the room ratings and stuff like that as well, yeah. right? So when we go back to doing that, you know, we will account for that in our, our specifications. So it's very important that that doesn't occur for us. Yeah. Um, so Pink Shoes 09 says, did the Vikings choose their jobs because they have a passion for gaming, or did it start as a job and turn into a career? I would say that... Almost no people in the gaming industry uh, are in here because they just found the job and then happened to like gaming after. I would very strongly agree with that. Like most of the time, the culture of a gaming company necessitates that you are a gamer, uh, you know, and gaming is generally not the way to make the most money. Uh, So people usually won't make the concession. And, uh, you know, I think I've even said it before on the podcast, like doing like what my job is, the same as you, what your job is. Yeah. Could definitely like I could be paid more. 
yeah. at a bank. Yeah. But it'd be miserable every yeah. day. Yeah, or I could go do it. You know, you could do it theoretically at Microsoft or wherever, but you're yep. going to be doing things that don't speak to you, right? Yeah, and so exactly. You're, you know, you take the, the good and the bad of that, right? So, yep. yeah, I think, I think everyone here is passionate about video games. Yep. Uh, so Country Dude 89 says, do you have any games outside of your world that you enjoy, uh, console or PC? Uh, so PC Master Race. I'll just yep. get that out of the way. 100%. Um, and what have I been, like, I've been playing Heroes of the Storm a lot lately, mm-hmm. which is a, a Blizzard MOBA. Uh, I also play Dota, which is also a MOBA. Um, I tend to gravitate towards MOBAs because I really like to be angry. Ah, yes. They, they will make you angry. Yeah. Uh, the, the, again, I've been playing Rocket League, which is a really interesting new experience for me. The other thing that I gravitate towards a lot as well is a game called uh, FTL, Faster Than Light. And so what it is, is it's basically you, you built, you, you start off with a spaceship and you upgrade it and, and go through planets and fight battles and stuff like that. And yep. it's uh, it's this, it's really heavy game in that when you die, you have to start over. So it's really challenging and interesting every time you play it. So that, I recommend FTL to anyone who likes, you know, challenging games. Yep. I may try. I know that like, you're also really partial to um, Dark Souls. Yes. Uh, so you like things that are punishingly hard i find thing i find that if you are challenged a great deal to achieve an objective and, and failure you know is punishing that when you finally do achieve it it tastes all the more sweet yep uh you know so if something has no stake to it then it's not really exciting if you win um i sold my copy of dark souls yeah uh i sold it on kijiji yeah for like 10 bucks yeah uh and the person who bought it was crazy happy with my description because <laughs> my description was like i now have children and i don't have the time to become good at this. <laughs> and it makes me sad that that part of my life is behind me now. Yeah. So please take this reminder off of my shelf so that I won't be sad every day. Yeah, the way the, the way that game works is, you know, it's it's definitely challenging. You know, you go through this entire really challenging level, you know, you get fat you get uh you get further every time, but then you finally get to the boss, you die, you start all the way back at the beginning, you yeah. lose all your progress. Yeah, you try yeah. over and over. It's it's like you're working towards perfection. Yeah. In how you do it, right? Yeah, it's, Which is it's, really, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, so Grammy DY says, how many people work for the game? Uh, and what are the different jobs that it takes to get all done? Answer that real quick. Yep. Um, there's roughly 20 people that are working on the game right now uh, with a split between um, artists. There's actually, you know, uh, the different jobs it takes to get it all done. I can actually go through the team breakdown. Uh, there's producers, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, Gary's the producer. I'm the associate producer on the title. Um and that job is literally just making sure that the trains run on time. Yep. Um, <clears throat> we have a content manager uh, who is, I mean, that one's obvious. He manages <laughs> the content. We have a community community manager as well in Jess, uh, and that is the person who manages the community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the people who work with Jess uh, on the community management side are our player happiness engineers. Yep. Um, other companies might call them customer service rep- representatives. Sure. Um, I think I'm getting hungry because I'm losing my ability to speak. <laughs> um, we also obviously have developers or yep. programmers. Yep. Uh, and then there's artists. Yep. Uh, so we also have a couple quality assurance people who make sure that, you know, the stuff that's coming out from the programmers uh, is as bug free as possible. Yep. Um, and who am I missing? Uh, uh, game, game design. Game, game design. Yeah. Um, and that's the person who writes the things that everybody else does, basically. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and then, of course, you know, people who don't work directly on the game but are support in the game or in the rest of the company. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of those. They help us bring more people onto the game, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, so here's a quick question from Gab T FNM XSPP. 
that's a heck of a name. Uh, my question revolves around security. Many friends have been hacked this week. If we don't have iPhones, we can't use YoPass. Uh, we've used Facebook security measures, but once our Yo is hacked, many of our items are lost. Can BBG make YoPass available on Android? Uh, it is available on Android. Yeah. Um, the other thing question was there was, uh, what about if we can purchase Yo insurance for $25 a year to reset our account to 24 to 48 hours from reporting the hack? or just resetting it back to when the hack happened. So uh, I've touched on this a bunch of times now, but uh, the real, the core thing is that uh, your world is a live game with a live economy. Um, so <clears throat> I'm trying to think of a real world analog. Like if someone stole your Ferrari, mm-hmm. you know, they don't get to keep your Ferrari and then you magic another one because it gets reset. Like, yep. you know, if there are rare items in the game, you know, we can't just generate more of You'd them. run into a very serious duplication issue. Yes. If and we, there are uh, items that are worth in excess of $25. Yeah, exactly. If we, if we say we're only going to sell 100 of these items and then two of the people on this list get hacked and now there's 102 of them in the game, that dilutes the value for everyone else. Yeah. So there, there are real-world consequences of just generating something out of nothing. Yeah. And that's, that's why we take security so seriously. We try to prevent you from getting hacked. You know, and, and losing access to your account and, and people taking your stuff. Yep. Um, but we can't undo it because of the ramifications of what that means for everyone else. Yep. Uh, but, you know, again, there's no security flaws in the game itself. Uh, but if you do give away either directly or indirectly access to your account, you know, people will take your things because they are worth money in the real world. So, you know, please be vigilant. Do not go yep. to Wix sites that advertise free coins and Yocash. Your world is, or not your world, security is yeah. definitely a two-way street. Yes. Right? Like it's, we can only we, so We far. will protect you as best as we possibly can. Um, you know, it's much like the police. Yeah. The police exist to protect people as best as they possibly can. Yeah. Um, but risky behavior increases your likelihood of being in a bad situation. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know if, if, uh, our, our, our viewers would have uh, seen this, but Die Hard 3. You remember Die Hard 3? Yeah. Remember the very start of the movie where John McClane goes into Harlem yes. wearing a very offensive sign? Yes. Okay, the police can protect you, but not if you go and do things like that. Okay, yep. there's only so that, far. That's a dangerous situation. That's a dangerous situation you're putting yourself in, and there's no mm. way we can protect you from that, unfortunately. <laughs> so you have to take a little bit of the onus on yourself. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, oh, it's a fantastic movie. Uh, I know that you're a big Die Hard fan in general. I am. Uh, so this one is from uh, Kagaviomlan CIAS, <laughs> um, which is really funny because the question is, um, can we have 20 characters instead of 19 for our name? Mm. Uh, that's not really a thing that we're interested in doing. Uh, 19 characters to me is more than enough characters for a name. Um, and also, if we were to make that change, it would require downtime for the game um, because we would actually need to change that table in the database for every player that has ever existed. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I mean, there's there's certain there's certain ways that we could expand naming and so on, but we're not, we don't have anything at this point we believe would be necessary for that. Yeah. Um, you know, there may be certain things that we can let you display and so on that would give you a little bit more customization as to how you appear in the game. I mean, yep. clearly that's what a lot of these names are. They're, you know, clan tags or, you know, group yes, tags and I understand and so on. What, exactly what the situation with this particular player is, is yeah. that I am a member of multiple groups yeah. uh, and I want the ability to show that I'm a member of those and so, and so we very much recognize the problem, uh, but we at this point we don't have a, a reasonable solution or the, t- the resources available to, to fix that yet. Mm-hmm. But we'll certainly look into it at some point later down the line. Yep. Uh, so Lisa TM says, "Oh hey there, hi. Uh, next time you want to throw a random food handheld in, could you make it pizza? Sure. I love me some pizza. Yep. Who doesn't?" <laughs> Mark R. says, can we have a sculpture feature where we can make objects out of a block? This feature is fun to use and also ideal for contests as well. So I think I've seen this feature. I don't know if it was in Small World or somewhere like that, but it's a really cool idea for a feature, and it would certainly be something that would be very interesting. Um, We don't have the ability to do it right now, 
Yep. But we'll certainly keep it in mind for future. Technically highly complex, too. Yes. Uh, Schmexy WBA says, I'm sure that the Adobe Corporation is so proud of the fact that I'm using their Illustrator software to illustrate a cannibalistic hamburger fighting a knight on a straw pony. That well, they should be. very happy. Yeah. They, I can't it, wait. I can't wait to see. It. I'm so excited. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. I had a neat idea uh, that we can talk about outside of the podcast, um, but something to do with player custom art Ooh, um, that I think we could have a lot of fun with. Let's see where that goes. Yep. Um, and, and finally? And finally. Yep. Tonk Tonk says, if Flash is no longer supported, what is BVG going to do? Um, you know, will you do your world in HTML5? Um, so on and so forth. Um, we, <clears throat> again, we will not uh, be forced to make a decision like that for a long time. Uh, you know, uh, even even if Flash is coming to the end of its life cycle, there'll still be many, many years where it's supported or it's able to be used uh, for your world. But, you know, at that point, we'll certainly have other options available to us and we'll, and we'll do whatever makes the most sense for the game, really. Yep. You know, it depends on how many people we have. It depends on what people want and so on and so forth. But, it's in our best interest to keep the game alive. But so. as far as I'm concerned, I don't see Flash going anywhere within the next 10 years. Like, honestly, I just yeah. don't see it not being available to be used. So I wouldn't yeah. worry about it. Okay. Uh, so. Closing question. Closing question. Uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? Yeah, we've already established that I love Die Hard. Yeah. Uh, I I, think, you know what? You and I share that. Yeah. Die Hard. Here's the thing about Die Hard. And this is the best thing that I can really say about it. It is a pure theatrical experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is it the smartest movie? No. Is it the greatest action movie ever made maybe yeah i mean it, it created a lot of tropes i think i, I think a lot of things that happen in movies after die hard can and that, that's such an important point actually you know that we take for granted all of the things that this movie did first yeah uh, and it's also like an action it's one of the first true action comedies yeah uh, that blends it well it's one of the first ones where the hero ever got hurt yeah you know, like him bleeding. And he died he real hard. Class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I die hard for for me. I watch it every Christmas. Yep. You know, I always enjoy it. Uh, I can no, I can basically recite the dialogue oh, word for word. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. And another thing is, uh, I really love Apollo thirteen. Yep. I think that's such a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, it makes me patriotic to be an American, and I'm not even an American. I've got a bunch that are different, right? Um, like, I really like Fifty First Dates. Like, it's an Adam Sandler movie. Really? I know. That's a bold thing to admit on this podcast. I know, my but like. I just like it. There's that, something that, that, that I like about it. You know it, what? That's it, fine. You know what else I like? Uh, maybe if you haven't seen it, I really encourage you to see it. Love Actually. I have not seen Love oh, Actually. Oh, it's a tremendous movie. Really? It's so good. It's so... So, so I'm not, I shouldn't be surprised that a lot of your favorite movies are romancy. when yeah. You also have like a huge penchant for Taylor Swift. So like it's all coming together. Yeah. For oh, me. yeah. I, I you're, you're, a, you're a romantic. I am a man girl. <laughs> and I'm perfectly comfortable with it. Yes. Uh, so let us know what your favorite movies are. Yeah, uh, I'd love do. to have that conversation. If you haven't seen Lola, actually, just see it. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. Yeah. And if you don't agree that Apollo 13 is the best movie, uh, we can arrange somewhere in the game where you can come and we can fight it out. Yep. You know, punches will be thrown. Fisticuffs. And fisticuffs will be had. Yep. Uh, and then we'll go from there. Yep. So that's it for the Your World Podcast. As always, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Yoville. Hit us up on the forums at forums.yourworld.com. Come to a Viking party. Unfortunately, we're a day late on the podcast release this week. So there is one this afternoon. Uh, we are going to post it on the forums. So I do hope to see you there. Uh, if you have any difficulty whatsoever, go ahead and look at the tab at the top of your game. Uh, there is a support tab there. It says help. Yep. We'll help you out. We'll help you out. Yeah. <laughs> For the Oral Podcast, I'm Jacob. And I'm Gary. It's burger time. Yeah. Yeah.